What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the newest Star Wars show, The Book of Boba Fett, and fortune cookies. It's April 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I'm this week's host, Evan, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Hello. Let's start off this week with our pop culture references. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. So I don't know if you remember a number of months ago when we had our episode on the graphic novel Nimona, Mm -hmm. and I had said that at the time there was a movie being developed, and then it was scuttled because Disney bought whatever animation studio that was producing it, and then they kind of just put the kibosh on it. Well, guess what? Good news. The movie has been picked up by Netflix. So the movie that was about 75% done is now going to be finished, and it will air on Netflix. uh, I I can't remember now if it was this year or next year. But anyway, it will air, and uh, yeah, that's pretty exciting. So yay, Nimona movie. Yeah. Yeah. Linnea, how about you? Okay. Mine is that a few days ago, Fantastic Beasts 3 came out. The Secrets of Dumbledore. It has a really low Rotten Tomatoes score, though. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I wonder why. I mean, but I looked it up, and this movie score is higher than the second movies. Oh, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had read some reviews that said they liked this one better than the second one. I still haven't seen the second one. My friend went and watched it and said it was just meh. That's too bad. Okay, so my pop culture reference is that the Stranger Things 4 official trailer has came out. Oh, you stole one of mine. That was on my list. You had a list? Yeah. Well, you didn't use it this week, so I used it. Uh, Why do you have a list, Linnea? So that I'm not thinking of something at the last minute all the time. Yeah, I keep a list. Oh, weird. (laughs) But anyways, the trailer came out five days ago while recording this, and it looks interesting. (laughs) I watched it. What did you think of it, Linnea? I thought it looked sad, because everyone looked unhappy. Yeah. Is it going to be the last season? I don't know. No, there's going to be one more. <laughs> oh, okay. So many seasons. So many seasons. So, so much little pain time. and misery. Probably so many people are going to die. Is it a person with B in their name that dies every season? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now on to our main topic for this week, the Star Wars show The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett was made by Jon Favreau and is the story of legendary Star Wars bounty hunter Boba Fett and his journey to ruling the old territory of Jabba the Hutt on Tatooine. Throughout the show, 
we learn about his past and how he escaped the Sarlacc pit. The show is not as highly rated as its counterpart show, The Mandalorian, with the 68% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, compared to 93 on Rotten Tomatoes and an 8.8 on IMDb. Now on to our questions. First, who was your favorite character in the show? Baby Yoda. You, you like Baby Yoda? Mm-hmm. Why do you like Baby Yoda, Linnea? Because he's so cute and I like him. A lot of people were saying that his puppeting was not done as good as it is in The Mandalorian. You mean like Mom? <laughs> yeah. Do you agree with that? I don't really care. I think as long as he's there, I'll just enjoy him. Was it puppeting or 3D? I wasn't sure. I'm pretty sure it's a mix of both. I suppose depending on the scene. Yeah. It was also probably harder to do either because for this show you had to like have him walking, jumping. It's much more complex than him just sitting around in The Mandalorian. When we first see Yoda fight with his lightsaber in the second prequel, Attack of the Clones, I remember that was so weird, thinking, how how are they going to make Yoda fight? Because all you ever do is see him walking around slow with a cane, and then he's like hopping around and jumping, and to see Baby Yoda kind of doing the same thing was, it was a little weird. <laughs> it's probably how, like, the species does that, yeah, I guess. Apparently, yeah. So my favorite character, I'd probably have to say, was Fennec Shand. Yeah, she was really cool. I thought she was pretty cool. She could kick some serious butt. She's a fellow bounty hunter who we first met in The Mandalorian, right? Yeah. And then she made an appearance in one of the animated shows, was it? Yeah, it was The Bad Batch. And now she is back in The Book of Boba Fett. My favorite would probably be the Wookiee, I think, like, Black Chris Anton. He's also a bounty hunter, but except a Wookiee, he can shoot good and he can take a lot of hits. Also, he has, like, these brass knuckles that give him electricity powers. Did you like the backstory or the main story of the show better? I like the backstory better. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. We got to see a lot more of just, like, funner things. Like, he meets the Tuscan Raider tribe, and they go through a lot of fun stuff. And then <laughs> like, they died. Spoilers. Spoilers, jeez. <laughs> I really like all the episodes that he was just hanging out with the tribe and, like, solving problems. Because that, for some reason, it felt like more Star Wars kind of stuff than the actual show. But maybe that's just because, like, I the first, like, th Star Wars thing that I got really into was The Clone Wars, which was just, like, a three-episode story. What about you, Dad? Yeah, I'm trying to think how to answer it. I'm kind of mediocre about either. I feel like... This show had an answer for something that I never had a question for, and that being the background of Boba Fett and what he's doing now. I almost feel like they should have just left it more of a mystery. I like Boba Fett the way he was in the movies, kind of this mysterious, mysterious bounty badass hunter. bounty hunter. You can never tell what movie's going to make. More than half the time in the show, he had his helmet off. He was being nice. That's a problem with a lot of like Star Wars fans for a while. Yeah, and... I know, me being a fan from the old days, I, I kind of just wish it would have still been a mystery. There's barely any action, really, either. It's just kind of him negotiating. I guess if I had to pick which one I like better, the the flashbacks or the current, I guess I'd, I'd say the current, just because we have some of the newer characters we've been introduced to. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have rather have the past be the past and, and be a mystery. That's my thoughts. What did you guys think of the Mandalorian showing up in this? <laughs> I was happy because I liked the Mandalorian. 
Yeah, that kind of goes to part of what I was saying about the mystery. This felt like Mandalorian 2.5. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of just like an introduction to the third Mandalorian season and like, oh, this is what Boba Fett's doing now. Mm-hmm. than an actual show about Boba Fett because that feels like it should have been more mysterious, more fighting, more just kicking butt. The episodes that had the Mandalorian in them were far more interesting to me than the episodes with Boba Fett. Which is kind of sad because the ones with the Mandalorian in them didn't feature Boba Fett right, at all. at all, <laughs> yeah. attached to the Mandalorian. The show does a better job at playing the Mandalorian character than it does the character that it's supposed to be based on. Mm-hmm. It kind of just felt like, okay, this is the show about Boba Fett, but more importantly, here's what the Mandalorian's doing. There's just full episodes without Boba Fett, and it's just the Mandalorian. Like, Boba Fett has nothing to do with them, even. I also think that me and perhaps many other people in the fandom are beginning to suffer from Tatooine overkill. <laughs> Not everything has to be on Tatooine. We've spent so much time there. There are hundreds of thousands of other planets and places in the galaxy. (laughs) And yet we keep coming back to Tatooine. And again, I think why the episodes with the Mandalorian worked is because we weren't on Tatooine. (laughs) We were were on a space cruiser and we were on a mysterious underbelly of the space cruiser and, and... And a bamboo forest planet. Yeah. It's a really pretty planet. Finding other places. So... I don't know. I, it's it's a Tatooine fatigue, maybe. <laughs> they just use Tatooine for the people who watch Star Wars for a while. They're just tired of having to c- try to come up with creative names for planets. <laughs> that could be it. Do you think that the show would need a second season? I don't think so. Again, just because it's a show that I really didn't need to see. Like I said, I I wish it would have just been more of a mystery. You know, I didn't mind Boba Fett showing up in the Mandalorian show with just that small bit. We barely ever saw him without his helmet in that show either. So I think think that was cool. It was worth it. You know, he he was kind of kicking butt and taking names. He was cool with Fennec Shand in that too. Right. They made a great pair. Made a good pair. In this show... I don't really feel like it as much. I kept wondering what his motivation was. Why does he want to take this over? I just feel like that wasn't really answered. They tried to explain it, but what they said was not really helpful. It's just like, well, everybody else has done it. Everybody else has ruled this town. I want to do it. I just didn't really buy it. I mean, okay, fine, if that's what you want to do. A legendary bounty hunter just ruling a town casually does not feel right to me. <laughs> I don't know what about you, Dad, but it's just like something about that feels off. He's thrown in the Sarlacc pit at the end of, of or in the middle of Return of the Jedi, right? And and I would think if he gets out, don't you think he'd want revenge on Luke? You know who? Yeah. Who, <laughs> I mean, I think he'd be like, oh, we gotta, we gotta do something. I'm gonna get that guy. Ah, uh, you know. But no, he crawls out and he's, oh, I'm gonna gets captured by the Tusken Raiders and And then he's like family. And he's family and then and then he's gonna take over Jabba's old thing because you know what else is there to do? I to he me enters I think the Sarlacc pit a legendary bounty hunter and comes out a Disney character. He comes out and he's a governor or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna go into politics. <laughs> what about you, Lena? You never answered this. What was the question? Do you think the show needs a second season? 
uh, that whole conversation started from that one question. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you asked that so many minutes ago. No, I don't think so. I think the story was pretty much completed. Yeah, um, I I agree. Like, just Boba Fett rules the town. Cool. If he if the the story wants to continue, it can continue in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Which I mean, <laughs> just an episode here and there. Yeah. Like one episode where the Mandalorian visits to the town to see what's happening. Yeah, let's have a like drink. Solves a problem or something <laughs> and then leaves. That's all you, you really need. Remember that time you were riding the Rancor down the middle of the street? Boy, that was good times. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Did you think the timing of the show was interesting or would you like to see more of the show just like in the past? I'm not sure what you mean. Like, would you rather prefer the show to be at like this time or would you like it to be before all the Star Wars movies or like after? Probably after, just because I think you got to shoehorn so much stuff in if you make it before that it makes it hard to make it all make sense. Yeah, it would be something like The Bad Batch, I would assume, except it's more bounty hunting. What about you, Linnea? I agree with Dad. Okay, (laughs) sounds good. Do you feel like this show was for longtime Star Wars fans more than it was just for like the casual viewer? I'd say long-term Star Wars fans. I mean, you two are more long-term Star Wars fans, and I'm more of the casual viewer. <laughs> I don't know. The, the thing is, it doesn't really strike me as being for either, if that makes sense. You know, I consider myself a long-term Star Wars fan, but, but like I said, I didn't need this show. I wasn't... I didn't have a burning desire to know his backstory or things like that. You know, I had enough of his backstory seeing him as a kid in Attack of the Clones, and... And, but yet there is so much in it that I think casual viewers might get lost. Well, who is this guy? Why should I care about him? You know, what's his past? And it just didn't really add up to me. Yeah, I, I feel like it would be definitely for more long-time Star Wars viewers. Like, the whole episode where this one character from Star Wars past comes in, like, when he's coming in from the distance, like, they really emphasize, oh my god, it's this guy. You know this guy, right? Of course you know this guy. He's so popular to longtime Star Wars fans. And, like, casual viewers would be like, why are they hyping this guy up so much? Who is he? Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, it's definitely for fans who know what is happening and can understand stuff. Well, and fans who have seen particular series. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, I know who that guy was, but I've only seen a few things with him. I'm, and, I, you know, I haven't watched a lot of the Clone Wars. So I probably don't know as much as you, Evan. Yeah. Are you talking about the blue cowboy guy? Yeah. 
Cad Bane. Blue Cowboy guy. Yeah, I wouldn't have known it, who he was if I hadn't like binge watched the whole Clone Wars show when I was seven. Cad Bane is like the best character in the Clone Wars show. He's cool. He's so cool. So, do any of you have questions? Did the show seem cohesive to you, or did it feel like episode to episode, it just felt like, oh, we're going to try this, we're going to try that? It was kind of a bit of both. It, it, the show had a specific timeline, but it just, the story per each episode feels like a completely different story, even though you know what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's. It doesn't feel like it's all supposed to be in the same story, like at the same time. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I think I'm. I I heard this uh, from some other people talking about it, so this isn't my original idea. Although I, I agree with it, I I feel like there were a number of writers on this who probably had, oh, I want to do this, and another writer said, I want to do this, and then another writer probably said, I want to do this, and then they kind of mashed them all up, and. And in the end, you get this mishmash of things that they want to see the character do. And it just didn't really feel cohesive to me. Yeah. That's good for some shows. Like, for example, Phineas and Ferb could do that for each episode and nobody would care. Sure, right. But for this show, you're expected to have, like, very explicit timeline, specific things happening, like, per episode that follow up from the last episode. Except it's... For this, it's just a mishmash. It's like Phineas and Ferb, but with Boba Fett ruling a town. And no funny songs. And no funny songs. (laughs) You think it would have been better if they had told it chronologically rather than through flashbacks? Um, I like... (laughs) I like the use of flashbacks that they did. I feel like... The way that they incorporated flashbacks being, like, part of the healing process, I feel like that worked for me. It, <laughs> And it was probably one of the better parts of the show, I would say. So I'm, <laughs> I'm happy with what they did. I didn't mind the flashbacks. Chronologically, it may have been kind of weird to see, although, I mean, there were a lot of flashbacks. It's just, again, it's another one of those things I felt it was such a mishmash, I I think there could have been fewer flashbacks. There were probably different writers who worked on the flashbacks yeah. in the main episode, and then different writers who worked on each of the flashbacks. So it's still just like a mishmash, but it's a better mishmash than the show. Anything you didn't like? Like something that just stood out that was like, oh. Something that stood out was just the use of Boba Fett. Like, once again, he should have been more of like this stone cold bounty hunter who you can't you never know his next move and he can be very mysterious but he's just kind of there leading a town one thing that i didn't like was the young biker gang people riding around on what looked like vespas it's now a meme to call <laughs> them it? it's now like a meme that people call them power rangers power rangers okay <laughs> the I... power rangers of Tatooine. <laughs> In a town where everything looks used and and dirty and sandy and dusty, and then you got these super shiny. <laughs> they don't bikes. fit in at all. That's it's. I mean, just and, and granted, some things can be new. That's fine, and some things can be shiny. But they just look so much like people riding around on Vespas. Like and, it uh, feels like they're they're not on the most sandy planet in Star Wars. Yeah, I just didn't really buy them. If there was one sandstorm, they would just be dead. I thought that Luke's voice was kind of weird. 
Oh, yeah. That was all computer-generated. Yeah. yeah. There was just no emotion. <laughs> well, prob- I can see why they would do that, because 3D animating that face, it's hard to put on emotion. So the voice actor didn't really do a bad job, per se. It's just that it's kind of hard to animate emotion, so it would be weird to express emotion when the character doesn't look like it. It would be me, like, screaming in joy, but then just having a plain face. Okay, what is your final rating for the show? For me, maybe, like, a 6 or 6.5 out of 10. I was also thinking a 6.5, but... (laughs) If we were rating based off episodes, my ratings would be like crazy. They would be going up and down and up and down. Yeah, I'm going to give the show as a whole maybe a five, five and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give it a six, actually. If I say five is average, maybe just a little tiny bit above average. I really liked the episode with the Mandalorian, like I said. I thought that was fun where he was building that ship. But again, it didn't really feel like it was part of the Boba Fett story, even though it was all on the same show, so... Um, you know, that brought it up for me. But I don't know, the rest was just kind of average. Yeah. Okay. So, now it's time for... Fortune Cookies! My fortune says, happiness is found in many forms. Mine is, never underestimate your potential. Mine is, the most difficult decisions are those that shape your future. That was, that's pretty inspirational stuff. Sometimes <laughs> easy decisions shape your future, too. That is true. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. You can check us out on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. Check us out on Twitter at lunchboxreaction. Thanks to my co-host, Linnea. Goodbye. And Brian. So long. And we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. <laughs>